0: What's up, party people? Here we go on the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast to get you ready for the rest of the afternoon games, the Sunday night games, and the Monday night game here for week three. Let's get you prepared for success in the best way that we possibly can. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with fear.
1: You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau Podcast Cast This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex with
0: You always think I'm pretty stupid.
1: I'm dangerous! I'm very, very dangerous! And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday
0: fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours.
1: Hell! now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, party
0: people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome in for another... Fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 grand flex hit list here on my
1: co host live and direct with much respect. Alex Marcotti, what's up, BFAs? Happy Friday, doggy! Happy Friday! Happy Friday! Friday. Every time you
0: say that, you just sound like one of those chicks who love
1: brunch. It's like Friday, mimosa, (laughs) give me a Bellini, give me a fully loaded Bloody Mary.
0: You're going to take like mirror selfies now. You're going to get started getting into that? Mirror selfies? I take like 20.
1: You're going to post,
0: pull up to my restaurant, pull up to 20 my is bar. Too,
1: too little, <laughs> right? I take like 200 okay. until I get the perfect lighting and, and frame. Listen, doggy, believe in your
0: mirror selfie. Go right ahead. I'll never hit you, doggy, so knock yourself out. Boom. Boom. Uh, what's up, party people? Week three. Uh, we went through the first half of the season for week. For the season. Wow. <laughs> of the week on yesterday's yeah, episode. the season's
1: over, guys. That's it. It's It
0: feels like it's getting there for me. In 10 weeks, a playoff start for fantasy football, which is depressing. Man, look at this <laughs> with the glass half full. Alright, bro. You know what? Bro. I got, I do got good news, though. You heard about the teaser about the new Gangstar album? No. There's a new Gangstar album? You didn't see that on, on Premier's... Uh, and it was on Premier's Instagram, but Mass Appeal's Instagram... Uh, <laughs> Mass, Mass Appeal's Instagram did you get Premier's Instagram? Um nope. I posted it on my story the link. No. It's fantastic. It's it's like he's just like a video of like of his phone, one of those old phones where like that has like the answer machine, the phone connected to one, you know, with the cord still on it. Yeah. And it's it's just Nas calling him. Is it a rotary? No, 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 no. Rotary. No, no rotary phone had a had an answering machine connected to it in one. you never know? Yeah, I do know. There has never been one of those <laughs> phones. Absolutely. What are you talking about, Doggy? Stop. <laughs> but anyhow, there was uh yeah, so uh, just, just, I'll send you the link later. You can watch a new Gangstar. A new song dropped last night
1: of uh, a Gangstar featuring J. Cole. Yeah? All right, that's that's cool. It's pretty awesome. Have you heard uh, Lil Ma's freestyle at, F- at Fun Flex? I'm
0: Did over it- here talking about Gangstar. You bring <laughs> up Lil Ma. Are you kidding me? It, it, it was good. It are was you good. kidding it me? I, I no, it wasn't. Now it's definitely not. I'm not even going to give it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You know, Gangstar is one of like my top three, probably you know, up there, borderline number one for with Common and Wu Tang for me. And you're bringing up Little Ma. I'm just teasing, you, bro. Wait, he he, she really did have a thing on Funk Master Flex, right? Yeah, it was you're good not though. teasing me.
1: It, it was good. It was good. It was I, good. I, regardless, I bet. Hey, he, listen, it's for the young adults that are out there and kids, you know. And I'm pretty like, sure
0: none of those freestyles are ever gonna touch what Black Thought did on that. Oh no, Black, Black thought, was, thought, smoked anyone. killed that. I'm a free man, it. like Morgan. He just killed it. He yeah. killed it. Even on the shade forty, his freestyles are dope. Black Thought's also like one of
1: the dopest MCs out there. Yeah, he's very underrated. In you know, how about some the hardcore?
0: hardcore back for a second time, like a sophomore. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> ah, there's so much. He's like, like something like that. I come through flipping like parkour. This is it's L. <laughs> oh, he's crazy. All right, all right, all right. This is rambling can talk. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah, is, this so, is different podcast talk. So. Last night, thoughts? I started thinking of the Shy song there, now that we were talking about, not that Shy, what's that song? Oh, I forgot it. I'll look it up later. But there's an R&B song called Last Night. I don't want to sing the
1: rest of the words because only you and I in the room right now, so anybody who knows the song I'm talking okay. about. Since you mentioned R&B and Last Night, I just thought about the Danny Kane song with Puff Daddy. Last <laughs> night, and then an answer, something yeah. like that. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm over here thinking about... <laughs> you're thinking about another song. I'm over here no,
0: I don't know what you're... I'm, I'm over... I mentioned... I, what is it with you? I mentioned freaking... Oh, what was the name of that? It's, I'm telling you, it was a classic song. I, oh, AZ Yet. AZ Yet? Yeah, AZ Yet is the name of that group. And then I, I'm mentioning like classic R&B, like AZ Yet, you're mentioning Daddy Kane. I'm mentioning Gangstar, you're mentioning Little Ma. I don't know what is going on with you, but... I still, still love you, doggy. All right. All right, anyhow. So... Uh, yeah, we had that game. We had that game last night, and I said that uh, I I said of hundred percent, if DJ Shark tends to kill it and he starts to kill it, I am putting him in a lot more of my lineups. DJ Shark, I got in about like four
1: leagues, I think, four, three or four leagues, at least three. Just three, I, I, got I can think. Him of. in mm-hmm. none of my leagues, not not because it's I don't trust him. He he's looking like he's legit, and you know, Minshew did try to involve D.D. Westbrook, but he couldn't. He couldn't come, you know, and you know he couldn't complete them, the the, the passes, you know, the the catches. I was getting annoyed so,
0: because I dropped Didi in the one league that I drafted him. and like yeah. I said, the reason I really liked Didi was because of the fact that I had because of the Nick Foles. And I like how Nick Foles passed it, you know, to the to the slot and all that. But in this group chat I made for this other league, uh, shout out to, to another Alex Gutierrez and Ramsey, and they in, in the league that Alex Gutierrez runs. There's this is a guy he kept putting in the chat, Didi. Like in Like, you know, exclamation points and caps. I'm trying to watch a movie with my wife. I wasn't watching the game. I was watching a movie with my wife. And then freaking, I, I just keep looking at the scores. I'm thinking that Didi's doing something good. I'm like, oh, I
1: dropped him, and he's doing good. He dropped. He's like, he hasn't done nothing. I mean, you know, he got a couple passes here and there, but still. Yeah, he got he had nine targets in the game. Uh, so they was trying to get him involved. He, you know, there were some moments where, you know, he had the opportunity to snag the balls down, but he couldn't. Uh, he also has some red zone looks and he couldn't you know complete him but to me uh, ch- you know Chark is the one you know each uh reception he catches it, it looks good you know some of them are contested yeah, it's, 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 then- it,
0: yeah like the touchdown he had was, con- was contested I mean I saw the highlights of it and I, the, the touchdown was contested a couple of ones on the outside he's been a good outside receiver he's been you know reading the ball well still running has good hands and he, he's been he's been doing well listen the Titans are not a bad defense they're a good defense the Titans over there DJ Shark's been making some tough catches. He has a touchdown now in at least every single one of his games. So three straight games on a touchdown. He's the sophomores the sophomore out of Maryland is doing pretty good. I'm very happy that I drafted him in Dynasty.
1: Uh the sophomore from he's from L S U. DJ Shark. I thought he was from Maryland. Sorry, no, excuse me. LSU. My bad. Yeah. He's from LSU. Um but uh yeah, he's he's doing good and um there's gonna be some regression with the touchdowns for sure. But uh, you know, uh, to me, it was what, what was more surprising is that uh, you know the Titans, it just they just you know they didn't they lost. <laughs>
0: I wasn't yeah. too surprised about that. They didn't really have much of an offense going outside of really Delaney Walker and Derrick Henry, as we all expect. I told you about AJ Brown, no. Yeah, AJ <clears throat> Brown, no. But <clears throat> you know, outside it,
1: but of it ended up being Adam Humphreys. It ended up being one of the other wide receivers. But it's it's
0: none of them that you can trust fantasy wise. None of them. You can't trust any of them fantasy wise, and it's just. That's just the best way to look at it. Don't play any of the tight end wide receivers. Just, you know, uh, it's it's Delaney Walker, Derrick Henry, that's it.
1: Yeah, and, uh, well, pretty much, uh, yeah, Derrick Henry salvaged the game because he had that rushing touchdown. But besides that, he would have he, he would have had, what, 5.6 fantasy points if it wasn't for that rushing touchdown. And, you know, they weren't really moving the ball as much, Uh the, the Jaguars played really Jaguars are very defense. good defense as well. It's a very, it was, if you look at a defensive point of view,
0: it was a pretty good matchup. That's what I'm saying. Like the Titans are a good defense <clears throat> and they, you know, Leonard Fournette besides that one long, like 69 yarder or whatever, 70 yarder rush. End, yeah. Besides that, he couldn't, I mean, it, well, he was involved pretty well in the passing game, at least like Minshew got him involved in the passing game. But besides that, Fournette really couldn't get anything going. It just, it, you know, he was like, Five rushes for negative something. He was like, you know, something like that. And it was surprising to see that. But then he broke out that one long run and <clears throat> but they're both very good defenses. They're both, you know, definitely not even streamable defenses. They're both like weekly defenses that you could play
1: at all times. And, you know, it's that's to, what me, it was. to me I like that that Fournette is getting a lot of uh looks in uh the passing game. Eight targets he had. You know, six receptions. Uh, if the Le- Leonard Fournette owner is uh, down on the purse uh, on Leonard Fournette, uh, you know, that's a player that you could target because I think his schedule is going to get a little easier now. He has Denver, Carolina, the Saints, the Bengals, the Jets, you know, so it's it's going to get a little easier. And, you know, the targets, that's something that you have to, you know, be, a, a, you know, you know, happy about if you're a Leonard Fournette. Uh, person but if you look at you know some of them just look at the results 12 points is not enough for them so to me you know like so you could buy this guy low and you know I think uh he's just gonna get better
0: no I I I see that I agree with that but uh but one one person I think is the most surprising thing about I mean besides DJ Shark being a big surprise and I'm starting to trust him more I'm gonna put him in weekly lineups now Uh, I'm gonna start putting him in there but uh one guy that um that's surprising. Most listen, Gardner Minshew is not playing like a sixth rounder. He is not. He's playing good.
1: He's playing good. Yeah, he's, As he's well not. He's, yeah, he's
0: not doing like oh my god, like fantastic. But he's doing really. I mean, like you said he was drafting in the sixth round. He's doing very, very
1: well, and you know. He's just throwing the ball well. He's playing like a franchise quarterback. You, uh, you know, at the end you have to manage games. He's not turning the ball over. You know, he had two touchdowns, uh he, he completed 66% of his passes. And uh you know, he they, they got the the lead early, you know, and they you know, he let his defense play and then you know manage the game. Uh he's looking good. Uh you know, a conversation I had yesterday was uh hey, uh you know, if they string some wins together and uh Nick Foles gets healthy, but uh you know, these guys are you know, Jaguars end up being in, you know, contentions for the playoffs. Would you sit Minshew at that moment? You know, that's going to be an interesting conversation and debate if that ends up happening. So I, I like I like what I have seen, and the Jaguars should be happy that they have a, a, a quarterback that is shining like Minshew is. And, you know, it's a good problem at the end. So, yeah, uh, I like him. You know, even I, I don't know in dynasty if he's worthy of a stash, but um you know may, maybe something that you could consider you know so but
0: yeah i mean he's a, i mean even for his first start he was the second player in NFL history to throw for at least 200 yards post a passer rating of at least 95 in his first career start and run and run for at least 50 yards so uh yeah it's, it's, it's he's doing well he's doing very well um all right, so let's get into the rest of the games for the uh, for the week for the reigning of the week. Uh, remember, always check us out at BFB Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, don't forget also to play Overlay DFS, the new uh, revolutionary start sit game for fantasy sports. A fantastic way to play uh, fantasy football for beginners, for experts. It's just a real fun, quick, easy way to play. Um, it's that simple. You just you just decide on which play will have more fantasy points besides the two players in their respective matchup. That's it. You make twelve pits, pits, picks. You make
1: twelve picks. I love pick uh, pits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you make twelve picks in the matchups options listed below. And uh, you know, for example, some of these matchups here, doggy, like you pick between who's gonna have uh, more fantasy points: Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, Lamar I'm, I'm... Jackson against Kansas City or Dak Prescott against Miami.
1: I have to go with uh Lamar Jackson. I would too, but I wouldn't be
0: but Dak Prescott's been on fire too, and against that, that weak, weak, weak team of a defense. Yeah, so uh that that would probably go Lamar Jackson there as well. Uh Saquon Barkley or Ezekiel Elliott. Give me give me uh Ezekiel Elliott. I'm gonna take Saquon. Uh, you're just a to piss you you're off. Such a homer. Take that doggy. Take that! Take that! Take that! Take that! Take that! Okay, okay, chill, 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 <laughs> chill, 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 out, chill out. Uh, Devontae Adams or Odell Beckham Jr. Mm, um Give me Odell, man. I'll take Devontae Adams in that one, and like also like just pick between uh David Johnson or Aaron Jones. Give me Aaron Jones. I'll take Aaron Jones for that one as well. All right, yeah. So you know that's it. You just that's as simple as we just decided. Just go to the overlaydfs.com, Pick which game, you, which, which uh, these players you think are going to have more points in the respective matchups. Uh, if you finish in the top 10% of your field, you will win nine times your buy-in. If you get the perfect 12-0, you win the progressive bonus of over $25,000. Uh, you know, there's buy-ins of all levels. If no one hits the perfect 12-0 record, the progressive bonus keeps growing and rolling over. It's like the super contest, but for DFS. Don't get shut out. Visit OverlayDFS.com today
1: game <laughs> i can't wait i can't wait to win <laughs> okay okay calm down and uh Shout out to Pizzy and Essentia. They're our official sponsor for water. This is what (laughs) keeps us hydrated. Yes, stay hydrated
0: for Essentia water sponsoring us.
1: Yeah, so, you know, we got uh, pallets of water. So now we are going to be completely hydrated, you know. (laughs) So shout out to Essentia and Pizzy, the official water of BFB. Yes, the official water, the overachieving
0: H2O water, uh, ionized hydration, 9.5 pH or higher, purified water, electrolytes for taste. Uh hydration is key. Hydration is key. Uh what makes essential better is uh you know the process that turns water from any source into supercharged, ionized, alkaline water. So yeah, I'm hungover too, so this is perfect. Are you really? Yeah. That a boy, doggy nice. I'm proud of you. Mm. Thursday night football got you feeling certain kind of way. So uh <laughs> just check it out. Check out essentialwater.com, hit up Pizzy for more water. Uh all right. So let's go into it. Let's talk about our um respective matchups for week two, for the four, week two, week three. I'm, I'm all over the place now, and I'm not even hungover. I'm just not that smart. You know that, doggy.
1: All right, so, yeah, four, the first four o'clock game that we're going to go over is the New York Giants versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa at home favorites by six and a half over under 47 and a half. So Vegas expects the Buccaneers to win this game. Daniel Jones' first start.
0: <clears throat> Vegas is wrong.
1: Vegas is wrong, huh? Vegas huh? is wrong. <laughs> so this is going to be Daniel Jones' first start in the way game. And uh, it seems like Sterling Shepard is clear from c- 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 protocol. <laughs> <laughs> concussion protocol. Concussion protocol. So he's clear to play. So that's great. So he's going to have an added weapon there. Evan Engram and, of course, Barkley is a goal. Uh, Daniel Jones had a tremendous preseason. Uh, you know, he, he went 29 for 34, 85. Point three pass completion 416 yards and he was throwing a a good 12.2 per pass attempts yards so you know hopefully it translates into the regular season with Daniel Jones but of course he's not a player that you start in this game Barkley you start Evan Engram you're going to start and uh, as far as a tight end yeah Evan Engram because Tampa Bay ranks 26 against tight ends and Sturgeon I mean, Shepherd. Greg Olson's going to score seventeen points against them with a bad Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah. So those are the three players I'll play. You know, um, and as far as in the Tampa Bay side, would you start Jameis Winston against the Buck, uh, the the Giants? I would for this week. Yes. Yeah, because uh, the Giants are ranked thirtieth against quarterbacks. Yeah, like
0: they're like dead last against wide receivers too. So expect uh, Chris Godwin and even Mike Evans have a really big game here. Well,
1: Mike Evans is going to be shadowed, right?
0: Yeah, Janoris Jenkins is kind of I, honestly. I don't even see him being a giant for the rest of the year. <laughs> so, but that defense a, is doing terrible. I don't think he's happy there. And you're you're definitely
1: going to be playing Chris Godwin and Mike Evans here. Jameis Winston, if you I, dare, you could play him. You know, like this is has, this has to be a game that he does good. If he doesn't, then there's going to be a bigger problem. Uh, uh, the rookie quarterback might take over if that's the case. Uh, Nick Fitzpatrick, I think it's called. His name is. I mm. will look it up. Uh, and then running backs. I know this is been uh, a seesaw battle. People are on the Ronald Jones side and some are on the Peyton Barber side or, you know, reluctantly in the Pey- Peyton Barber side. But, you know, uh, Peyton Barber had a decent game, you know, so. Fantasy-wise. Fan- well, fantasy <clears throat> wise, yeah. You know, he fantasy-wise, yeah. Fantasy-wise, he had a 23 decent 23 attempts game. with 82 yards. He, was he did averaging- not have a decent game in real life. In real life, he did okay. He did bad. He, did, he not horrible. He's he not did, a sponsor or a friend of the
0: show. He did bad. Okay, it's okay to say it, doggy. No, he did bad. He had a fumble. He had a safety. He hit the he hit the, <laughs> uh, uh, the the hit stick by accident. He and he he did listen. I'm surprised they gave him the ball as much as he did because he did very very bad. He put up like 17 fantasy points, but he did bad. And Ronald
1: Jones, like, look, he only had 12% of snaps last year, And game. they
0: said he was going to get more touches. Yeah. I, I've been saying Ronald Jones, man, he's not going to do good in the NFL. I've been saying that since he was drafted last year.
1: Yeah, so, like, obviously, you definitely fade Ronald Jones. And if you're going to play a running back, it has to be Peyton Barber because at least he has proven and has given you points in fantasy. Obviously, he's not a good, good running back. But, you know, in in perspective, in fantasy, he's, he's done all right. And – Please, I think O.J. Howard has—this has to be his breakout game against the Giants, who rank 21 against tight ends. Uh, you know, this is where O.J. has to make a breakthrough. If not, you have to be really, really concerned. I'm concerned but about it in is, general yeah. because Bruce Arians doesn't really use the tight ends in his offense. No, but I think this has to be a game where he has to play him. You know, uh, if it—you know, he's getting— Hundred percent of snaps, ninety percent. You know, like he's he's there, he's he's playing, but he's not getting those routes. He's not going to do good this game. And uh, you know, if the, he doesn't break out this game, then you know you have to definitely look at other options. He's not going to do good this game. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I you know I'm I'm a Giants fan. Uh, In overlay,
0: know. I would not pick anybody over o, OJ Howard. Overlay <laughs> DFS. Okay.
1: Okay. I do I do have uh, the Giants covering this game. What's the spread? Six and a half. I, they're gonna lose the game, but I got I, the Giants winning. You got the Giants just I think they're gonna win. All right winning. Yeah. And so you have an over on this game? I got the over. You got the over? What's the score? What's the over under? Forty seven and a half. Nah, give me the under.
0: Me they're under. gonna they're gonna win. They're gonna win. I'll take the under though. All right, cool. I see them winning like something more along the lines of like seventeen to ten. I got Giants uh covering and the under as well. Uh the as far as Daniel Jones is concerned, of course, do not play him this week. No. If you could have the roster spot for it like I did in one of my leagues I am um, I'm about I feel like you know what's bothering me right now is that I have to like sneeze. I'm so trying to I'll talk to
1: it. And sneeze and then No, 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 no,
0: no. All right. Okay, now it's gone. All right, so um <clears throat> I'm over here like like I'm trying to I'm about to sneeze. I'm about to like try to talk and I feel like my eyes closing and like my face like all crunching up like I look it, it's so bad. Thank God this is not on YouTube yet. I mean well the past ones were. We're going to get on there eventually. Anyhow, uh I dropped Kirk Cousins for Daniel Jones in one of my leagues. Kirk Cousins was on my bench. He was my starting quarterback for a time. And somebody dropped uh, Philip Rivers, and then I picked him up. So I got Philip Rivers as my starting quarterback, and then I picked up Daniel Jones. So if you have a roster spot, good for you. Thank you. So if you have a roster spot, I wouldn't. I'm not saying go and do it. It's not my recommendation. I'm just saying I would at least put him on your watch list. I would keep an eye out on it. I'm not. It's. It's. Remember. He's it's, it's not so much of a great offense. It's not so much of a great team, the Giants. I'm not saying that. But fantasy-wise, he's still going to throw the ball to Evan Ingram, to Saquon Barkley, to Sterling Shepard, to Golden Tate. When he comes back, yeah. Right. So in, in Golden Tate's coming back, uh, he's out for four games. He's out, he's out this week, next week, and then he's back. Yeah. So, you know, by the time he goes back, he has a little bit more experience. I know we did really good in the preseason. I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is going to do what he did in the preseason. I'm not saying that. I'm also not saying it's impossible for him not to. I'm not saying it's out the realms of possibility for him not doing good. I'm not I'm not over here just saying that that's it. Now we're gonna win a bunch of games and now our season is saved. I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying for fantasy purposes, he could have, especially in two QB leagues or in very deep leagues, he could have some he could put up some decent fancy numbers. Like Case Keenum, if he could put up some fancy numbers with that Redskins team, why can't Daniel Jones with the players? I mean, there's better players on the Giants offense than there is on the Redskins offense, right? Yeah. So just it's not impossible. I'm just saying it's not impossible. It's not crazy. So if you have a roster spot to put him on in your, uh, in in your bench, I would recommend doing that. And just to see how it goes, especially if you kind of need that, have that need a QB, it's possible that he may put up some really good weekly numbers, you know? Um, All right. So moving on to the Panthers at Arizona. So my big, big, big play of the week, who I love to play this week was sort of kind of still is Greg Olson. I'll explain that a little bit. So if you have, if you see what T.J. Hawkinson, with Mark Andrews, what they did to the Cardinals, they're dead last against the tight ends. You know, what I mean, I know Mark Andrews and the Baltimore offense is moving and grooving and shaking a beacon. Yep, let's talk all the Walt, Walt Fraser stuff we want now. You know, <laughs> he's says, smoking and poking and hecking and whacking over there. He's <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> like, <laughs> um, anyways, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, love Walt Frazier. Uh, For anybody that doesn't know about the Knicks, uh, so um, you ever been to his restaurant? No, I know you have. Yeah, you know the drinks are named after that. They're called hacking and whacking. It's in uh, moving and grooving. No, I did not. <laughs> those the, the shaking and bacon. The, the, shaking that, and bacon. That's what he names all his cocktails after all the stuff he says. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, all right. I
1: it should be fun. Yeah.
0: Let's, let's just stick to this. All right. So. um so if you see what T.J. Hawkinson did with Mark Andrews into them, it it seems to be a trend right now. Like when when you know when you get more into the end of the into the middle of the season, you start to see the trends of what the defense would allow and then what to definitely play against them. You know, like I remember one year the Lions' defense was like the best defense in fantasy, and the next year they were terrible. And then anytime you put any running back against the Lions, like they just were fantasy gold. The matchups, you know, I remember the Saints were like that too, and the Jaguars were like that. That you just put any players against them like right now it's like the miami dolphins anybody going against the miami dolphins you play you know so it's like because it's fantasy gold so it looks like this is a situation for the tight ends and the cardinals to play them play any tight end that goes against the cardinals in fantasy football it appears to be the case um you know it just looks like because they're not that much of a you know they're not like the worst defense in the world the cardinals but at the same time they get hurt by the tight end so greg olsen has a big chance here so now the biggest question this is why i said i don't love him as much anymore cam newton all right uh he still hasn't practiced with the walking boot it looks like it's not good i mean it looks like that kyle allen's going to be the starting quarterback for the panthers and i'm going i've been advising people to move away from cam newton stay away from cam newton same thing like stay away from kirk cousins at the moment because and i know i was a guy that liked kirk cousins before the season started but as of right now you can't trust kirk cousins and you can't trust Cam Newton. I remember I was arguing with you with that before the season. I was saying there's not much value with him in that pick, and so far it seems like I've been right about it. But you cannot trust Kirk Cousins. I mean, Cam Newton right now. You cannot. Even if he's healthy, I would not play him. I would stay away from him until he, gets, until he gives us a reason to trust him.
1: You know, Would you drop him? I would him? drop him. I, I would drop him. I think I will pick him up if he's dropped.
0: I, I, I would drop him. I would. If you didn't, I get it. I understand. If you, you know, you, you paid a decent amount for a quarterback, you paid a decently high enough uh, draft capital for a quarterback at least to get him. So if you want to keep him, but bench him, I wouldn't play him. Like I would much rather play guys like Jacoby Brissett, even Case Keenum, even Gardner Minshew right now at this point over Cam Newton. Well, well, number one, because Cam Newton's not playing. Okay. But two, until you give a reason to trust him, if you, until he gives you a reason to really trust him, I'd rather play all these other quarterbacks over him. Okay. Uh, So but since Kyle is going to get the start, it could actually possibly hurt the chances for Greg Olson, because as much, you know, as Cam dude has been playing bad, he still has that rapport with Greg Olson. So uh, that might hurt his big chance here in this game, you know, against a bad Cardinals defense, at least to the tight ends. Uh, CMC, he had a bad game last week, really, really bad game last week. I mean, he's still a beast. Uh, even though uh, so far the Cardinals have been a little stingy against the run, they've given up the eighth least amount of yards to running backs, but you still see Lamar Jackson, who's one of the greatest running backs right now in the game, ran all over uh, them. So if you're not going to play, you know, it's not like you're not going to play CMC anyways. You know what I mean? You're going to play him regardless. So I'm just saying I think he's going to have a better game here. Uh, and I think Kyle Allen, if, when he plays, he's going to use him as like the safety net. He's going to use him as like the safe look to complete his passes and to do a good job and to help them win. Just looking to pass it to Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Um, and DJ Moore has had a pretty solid season so far. So, you know, Allen could hurt or even improve more. You don't know. Like, you know, like right now, Daniel Jones is going in and it could in, it's, could possibly improve Evan Ingram. It could improve Saquon Barkley a little bit. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, with the Giants' offensive line getting better. The Panthers' offensive line has not been that much better. But Cal Allen, if yeah, listen, if he does good, I mean, Gardner Minshew, he's improving DJ Shark a bit, so... From at least maybe, you know what I mean? So we never know. Maybe he could hurt or improve uh DJ Moore. So from Kyle Allen, I would still play him because he's still been doing pretty well. So uh Peyton Barber on wait, no, uh, yeah, Peyton Barber as last week he did, he was kept in uh he still churned out a pretty decent fantasy outing last week, right, against the Panthers. Yeah, He still gave out a pretty decent so uh David Johnson, if he gets a lot of the chances like Peyton Barber did, he got plenty of those chances. Fantasy wise, he did good, real life wise he didn't. David Johnson's a better running back, he's gonna get a lot of chances. He's going to do good for the Cardinals, so I think, so have a good game. Larry Fitzgerald has been doing good so far. I predicted it. I wish I would have got him in some drafts. I didn't. I've been saying I love Larry Fitzgerald this year, especially for where he was going. He's been doing really, really well. Um, and the Panthers defense has not been doing so good, so it's another good game for Fitz. And uh, behind Fitz right there is Kirk Cousins, as you know, we thought was going to be the number one. Larry Fitzgerald has been the favorite target. Uh, Kirk Cousins can still have a pretty good game here since Chris, Chris Godwin Christian had Christian Kirk, and I me mean. Christian Kirk I've been saying what i been saying Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins yeah. i seen Kirk my bad sorry I'm not that Smart don't mind me yeah so Christian Kirk my bad Christian Kirk could still have a good uh, game Here since Chris Godwin it's like Christians Chris Kirk Kirk Cousins it's getting confusing Star Star Trek Kirk Captain Kirk. Oh, man, you're making it worse. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Christian Kirk could still have a pretty good game here because uh, Chris Godwin had at least a pretty good game. He had a very good game, actually, against uh, the Panthers. So Christian Kirk could also have a good game here as the number two wide receiver against this uh, mediocre defense. So I would look for him like a more of a flex option, though. I I think
1: he's going to do good, Christian Kirk. I love him.
0: I don't love him. I love Harry Fitzgerald, but I don't love him. I like both of them. I'm about the Larry Fitzgerald jersey,
1: uh, one or the other is going to have the bigger game. You know, they're probably they could go one one day. It'll be Fitzgerald. The other one will be the other game will be Christian Kirk. I'm definitely buying my Larry Fitzgerald jersey. Tell you that. Do it. Do it.
0: Uh, all right. Don't yell at me. He's a Hall of Famer. All right. So uh, this game, I got the Cardinals winning it.
1: Uh, did you mention um, Kyler Murray? Will you play him?
0: I wouldn't. I I think this, I, He's been doing really good. Don't get me wrong. He's been doing really good. Would I look to play him? I wouldn't look to play him. You want to look to play him? Uh, you know, it's because he's been doing pretty good fantasy wise. As in, looked that great all the time doing it. But I mean, he's been putting out the numbers, putting up like twenty two points a game, more or less. So, would you play Josh Allen over him? I would. All right. I would definitely play Josh Allen over Kyle. Kyle Murray is playable, but he's at the like very lower end for me. Like, I could probably name about twelve other players that I would play over Kyle
1: Murray. All right. Um. So. The Panthers are actually favorite. This this line might have changed, maybe. Uh, Panthers are favorite minus three, and the over under is forty six and a half. I got the Cardinals covering. I got the over. I I got the Cardinals winning covering, and I have the under on this game. Cool. Move on. All right. Next game is the New Orleans Saints versus Saints versus Seattle Seahawks. Um, Saints. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm tired. So. (laughs) <laughs> this game, you have Teddy Bridgewater being the starter, and um, you know I don't know if I will play him against Seattle. Although Seattle has given up the, uh, twenty, they're, they're twenty three against the quarterbacks. Teddy's not ready, but Teddy's not ready. Teddy's not ready, Bridgewater. <laughs> so like I, w- I tend to fade. I won't really start him. Uh, would you start? Would you start Teddy Bridgewater or Daniel Jones if you have to pick one? <laughs> My mind is telling me Teddy. I'll make it easier. Teddy Bridgewater or Eli Manning? Oh God, come <laughs> on, man! That's that's just sad. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. That's just
0: sad. That's sad. So come on,
1: Daniel Jones or Teddy Bridgewater? Come on. I I I pray. I pray. I play Bridgewater. I play Bridgewater. All right, just making sure. But I'll t- you know. I'm not t- loving that, though, to be honest with you.
0: No, I'm not loving it. I think uh, Daniel Jones has a better matchup. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. And I and I, and I just think that he just has, for the most, I mean, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara are, like, two awesome weapons as it is. but I just think that with the combination of Sterling Shepard, Saquon Barkley. I cannot compare it. Saquon Barkley can compare, 100%. Barkley
1: can compare, but In- not, not,
0: not Sterling Shepard to
1: Michael Thomas. No, Ingram. Evan Ingram? Evan Ingram?
0: Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard, I
1: think, is equivalent to maybe a Michael Thomas. That's what I'm saying. Add those two, the egos Michael Thomas. Okay. That's how I feel about it. You get it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I got you. There's no way Sterling Shepard is on Michael Thomas' level. Absolutely not. No.
1: Yeah. All right. So, as far as running backs is concerned, you definitely know Alvin Camaro is without a question. Now, if you are a Latavius Murray owner, he had a disappointing week last week. You know, he only I think he's
0: going to start going up more because I think they're going to rely a little more on the run.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think they're going to rely more on the, on the run, but Seattle is seven against running backs. So this is going to be a tough matchup, but I definitely see Murray making, uh, uh, you know, uh, turning it around from last week where he had only 3.3 fantasy points. Yeah. So it, it was pretty bad for him, but uh, I feel like he's going to have at least a decent outing, not a playable option yet, but because uh, it is going to be uh, against Seattle at Seattle. So, I won't play him, but Alvin Kamara is the guy that I'll go. Michael Thomas, without a question. uh, Traquan Smith misses practice again with his ankle. So, the only wide receiver you play for the Saints is Michael Thomas. And uh, when Bridgewater uh, took over the game, his target distribution seems uh, to bode more well with Michael Thomas, actually. So, he had 11 targets to Michael Thomas. And second was Jared Cook. You know, and Seattle is... Number 30 against tight ends, so Jared Cook, I believe, is a good play here. And uh, you know, Alvin Kamara had a couple touches. Taysom Hill, he's definitely going to be a wild card. I think he's going to be one of those uh Swiss Army knives, and he's going to be running, passing, receiving. He's going to be doing a little bit of everything. But uh, I think Jared Cook is a good play here. Uh, you know, against Seattle's uh defense, you know, there's you know they don't tend to not do good against tight ends. And then on the Seattle Seahawks side side. You're definitely playing Russell Wilson without a without question. Chris Carson played 54% of his snaps down from 77 from his first game. It has to do with his fumble being a concern. He lost he lost two. his fumbles, two fumbles, in back-to-back games. Uh, and, you know, you, you have to watch out for that. But he's definitely a play. I'm playing him. Yeah. DK Metcalf, he's seen over 77% of his snaps at six-plus targets per game. With double digit fantasy points, uh, I think he's a startable guy. You know, you can play him as a decent flex play. Uh, the Saints are number twenty seven against wide receivers. He's definitely a, a go, and you're definitely going to be playing Tyler Lockett. You know, he he had a bounce back game with twelve plus targets in his last game, and you're, you're going to play him. As far as the tight ends, Will Disley, No, nah, I'll pass. I'll no, I wouldn't on pass one. on Will Disley. Definitely was, are you definitely you play him. I play him over Jared Cook. Yes. I think Jared Cook will have a better uh, game. I think there. Will
0: Disley will have a better game. All right, all right. BFB. All right. Big F and bet. All right. There you go. You got that. Lock it down. I need my gong sound again. Dum-bum. Dum-bum. Something like that. No, uh, I have. A, I, have a, I have a drop for it. I just don't have it. Set so up the
1: Saints and the Seahawks. I have the Seahawks winning. They're favored by four points, and I have the under. The under is forty-five. The, the what is it again? Saints are favored by. I mean, Seattle's favored by four, and the over under is forty-five.
0: Give me, give me Seattle. Seattle winning and yeah, give me the under. All oh right. wait, I found I found my drop, I found it, but it's not hooked up to the. To oh, the I forgot
1: it. Move on, move on. Yeah, move on. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's <laughs> yeah, yeah move on. it. all right, it. the Houston Texans at <laughs> Los Angeles by, Chargers.
0: By the way, you know was just funny? I was just thinking about when you're talking about Michael Thomas. Yeah. You know, um. Did you know what you watch? Oh, you follow
1: OJ Simpson on Twitter? Oh, he's uh, the fantasy football guru now. (laughs) All our listeners are listening to him now. (laughs) Hey, Twitter world. It's yours truly. (laughs)
0: It's like, (laughs) (laughs) anyways. So, uh, but you, you heard his draft. He got, he had the number one overall pick and he ended up getting Saquon Barkley. And for some, Reason he was like, and I was happy to get that uh, Michael Thomas fell to me, so that was a treat. He was like, and I was, how did Michael Thomas fall to you to the last pick in the second round? What
1: what league is he in? Michael Thomas fell to in the last pick in the second round. Is he playing with senior citizens? What's going on? Well, yeah,
0: they're all seniors in the league. You know, I can see on BNB podcast on the Instagram, I posted it when he. You know, didn't say anything bad, but when OJ when when OJ Simpson tells you to get back into football, Andrew Luck's life is at stake. That's <laughs> just why like, you know.
1: It's, it's I worry for Andrew Luck. Oh man, I think he. he you know, he played with senior citizens, and uh, he t- tells him, "Hey, pick running backs." Yeah, probably pick running backs.
0: You or else, or else. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, uh,
1: or else you see you meet the glove.
0: You know Brendan Schwab. <laughs> you know Brendan Schwab. No, no. You don't know Brendan Schwab. No, the the fighter and comedian now. No. Anyways, well, he's pretty funny. He was talking about how Game of Thrones is over. He didn't know what to do with his life in Game of Thrones, but then O.J. Simpson got a Twitter account, so now his life is full. He's like, He posted up once a week, like Game of Thrones, like every Sunday, he goes like, hey, Twitter world. Like, yeah, damn right. What's up, Twitter world? What's up, O.J.? <laughs> What's up, O.J.? He's OG? like, it's the best thing ever. O.J. got Twitter. Now it now fulfills my Game of Thrones ending. I got something to do now. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. He's, he's, he, he cracked me up. It was like, yo, in in the 70s, they're great in football. In the 80s, the Naked Gun movies, hell yeah. The 90s, he killed it. He killed <laughs> it.
1: Anyway, back to football. We got the Texans mean right. visiting the Chargers. All right, so Go Watson ahead.
0: had a bad game last week and his <laughs> offensive line is just awful. OJ killed it. So his <laughs> offensive line is just awful. Uh he's been stacked against he's been sacked ten times this year so far, uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh the Chargers have a pretty dangerous pass for us as well. So I actually see some fan, some uh somewhat of a sneaky play here. Not for nothing for Duke Johnson. Hopefully. We'll see. Carlos Hyde is like, you're still laughing about this OJ thing. You're yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: staring at me, smiling right now. No, but now Duke Johnson, who's my, uh, my no. crush as well. Go
0: well, Duke Johnson might have a bit of a sneaky play only because I feel like maybe they're going to want Deshaun Watson to get the ball out a little quicker. He's getting sacked a tremendous amount of times. I think, you know. A big concern. Yeah, it's a big concern. He deserves better Deshaun Watson. He's such, such a good, good quarterback. And, uh, But Duke Johnson might be a little bit of a play here. Like I said, the Chargers do uh, have a good pass rush, so maybe to get it out quickly, they might just hit Duke Johnson a couple times. I don't see Carlos Hyde having a good game here. Um, But, you know, listen... Regardless of whatever, or whatever Watson faced, he's always a good play. When you have your best pass catcher is DeAndre Hopkins, you have Kiki Cutie coming back, you have Kenny Stills playing well, you have Fuller as healthy as he's ever been, and Watson being the talent that he is, it all leaves all the doors wide open for Watson to have a good game regardless of his competition and regardless of who's going looking to sack him and all this time and the third. Uh, Fuller's a big question mark to me though. It's been concerning because it's like the healthiest he's ever been in, in his career and he's only caught 9% of his routes. He always still has that real like big play potential, even though, you know, it hasn't happened yet. It could happen on any given Sunday. So it's like boomer bust right now for Will Fuller. You know, we've all, at least he's playing, but it's also kind of giving you a headache. Do I play him? Do I not? I mean, there's other players are like over him. I mean, believe it or not, I hate this, you know, I'm wrong about what I said about Manuel Sanders so far. I would rather play Emmanuel Sanders and Will Fuller at the moment, but Will Fuller has those chances. You know, he could break out like three touchdowns on any game, you know? So he has those big playability. So, uh, I would still probably give him like, there's another week like that where I said this week is a lot of, all right, this is it. If you do good, I'm putting in my lineup. All right, this is it. If you're doing bad, taking out the lineup. So Will Fuller is one of those things for me. He's got to do good here. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, of course, you play, without a doubt. And, yeah, that's that's a pity of you. And I'll definitely play Kaimi Fairbear based on him alone, my favorite kicker in the game. Yeah. Based on his name alone. Uh, with the Chargers, Melvin Gordon has already said that he will play sometime this year. But the way that Eckler is balling, it's going to be hard to ignore him when Gordon does return. So it's there might be a split there because Eckler is balling. He's. Killing. I, I'm
1: still looking to trade for Melvin Gordon here. I am, too. Yeah. I'm looking at some leagues to trade for him. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm looking. I'm just trying to fish and see if I could get something for him. Because even if he comes, like, you know, the second half of the season, you're talking about beast of a player, top three running back, even if you feel like Austin Eckler's going to take some of that. But he was, even. You know, Austin Eckler was still involved when Melvin Gordon was playing. You know, he was still sometimes considered a decent flex play. Even yeah, when but Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon was playing. But
0: the thing is, Melvin Gordon was definitely always that bell cow. And now it seems like with this holdout, with everything going on, is he in football shape? You know what I mean? hasn't practiced. He might not be like that bell cow. And because now that they're trusting so much with what uh, Austin Eckler's been doing, he might not be that bell cow anymore. So. I'll buy the
1: dip. I'm buying the dip right now. I'll uh, see if I could get something to give for you
0: a, a little bit of an update on his holdout. Uh, like I said, he's, re- he is expected to report to the charge in 2019, uh, sources. They drew the distinction between, uh, Gordon's holdout, Le'Veon bells. It says it's not Le'Veon Bell's situation. He still wants to be a charger. Um, he, uh, in- intimated that the return will be like mid season or by like early November at the latest, the latest early November, uh, it, it, at least at the latest, it's like the most likely scenario. Probably early November is probably when we're going to see him. In order for his contract not to toll, allowing him to be an unrestricted free agent in March, Gordon must report 30 days before the end of the regular season. So that translates to week 13. So that's like a playoff push there. Yeah. So uh, that's tough. But it looks like early November might be there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm targeting him. Hopefully yeah, I get him I'm gonna both. I'm
0: gonna try to see if I get him too in some leagues. But anyhow, uh so Allen is always a safe play. No reason to explain why, you know, daily uh daily aspects of it all. He's, I still see him having a good game. I wouldn't really I would still look for him in daily. Either way, he's always a safe play. Doesn't always cost that much money, but still. So Allen uh, is always gonna be good. Uh Williams is also healthier now. He was limited last week, but he got an extra week of reps and rest. Uh it only helps the rivers even more. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, Philip Rivers is the only QB left for his 2004 draft class that is starting for his team. Wow, that's it. Ben Out for the year. Eli sitting for Daniel Jones. Matt Schwab's not even playing no more. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, Philip Rivers is the only quarterback left starting from his 2004 draft class.
1: Well, uh, that's a feat on at on his own, you know. So, congrats to Philip Rivers.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's missed <laughs> this. He hasn't missed like a start since like they named him the starter back in 2006. Really. I don't think he has. Oh wow! If I'm not mistaken, since being named a starter in 2006, remember before that with Drew Brees. So, who do you like in this game? I like
1: uh, the Chargers. Give me the Chargers in this game. Chargers at home. I like with the three points and the over/under, which is 47 and a half. Give me the over. I I got the under and the Chargers one in.
0: Well, this you're game. well. You're wrong. Okay,
1: I, <laughs> I'm wrong. Right. So next game is the Steelers versus the Niners. Uh where, where should we start? You know, let's start hit, with the, the Steelers, Steelers. Steelers are one of the worst teams against quarterbacks. They rank 26. Well, you know what? They're, they're they're not really good at defense at all, if anything. You know, against the, the running backs, they're 27. Wide receivers, they're 28. And tight ends, they're in the middle of the pack. So, you know, George Kittle is a go. As far as wide receivers is concerned, Debo Samuel seems to be the wide receiver to trust in the 49ers' offense. So far. His snaps did drop from 88. Percent to forty in week two, and despite the drop, he still was efficient and led the team in receptions and yards. He had seven targets with five receptions, eighty-six yards, and a touchdown. To me, if I'm a player wide receiver in the Niners' offense, is Debo Samuel. Everyone else, I'll just put a hold. I'll have them on my bench and see how this offense evolves. As far as the running backs is concerned for the Niners, Brita is 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 a go you know despite having only 29% of his snaps he was still highly efficient you know in 12, 12 rushes he had 121 yards you know and one target you know one reception with 11 yards Mostert had an astronomical game you know uh, Raheem must start yeah most Raheem must no no must start this I'm making a joke make a joke must Start. All right. I thought you were just <laughs> correcting me like you always do. <laughs> three, three rush – 13 rush attempts with 83 yards. Uh, he had three receptions with 68 yards and a touchdown in four targets. He had 47% of his snaps. So uh, I guess you have to start him because it seems like this, the Niners, they like to ev- uh, involve multiple running backs. So Mostert is a player that you must start. <laughs> See? <laughs>
0: That's No, now it's funny. Right. Now it's funny, right? There, there
1: you go. And then uh, as far as Jimmy G, he had a bounce back game with 26.6 fantasy points with three touchdowns against a dreadful Bengals secondary. And I see this repeating. You know, he's playing at home. It should be good. And uh, as far as uh, in the Steelers side, you got Mason Rudolph making his first start. Um, you know, I'm, you're not going to play him. He's a guy that you could pick up in Dynasty. That's about it, but not not a startable quarterback at this moment. You have to see what he does on the field of play. James Connors back at practice, so he's a must-go. And uh, as far as wide receivers, since Mason Rudolph took over, uh, his target distribution was as follows. J- Smith Schuster had five targets. Vance McDonald, you got it like this, four targets. And uh, Deontay Johnson had three. James Conner two. James Washington only had one. So... As far as tight ends are concerned, Vance McDonald's is a star to me. You know, he's going against a semi-decent San Francisco defense that, you know, is 17 against uh, tight ends. And as far as wide receivers, I do like Smith-Schuster. You know, uh, he's he doesn't have wide receiver one upside in this game, but he's definitely a wide receiver two. And... uh I, what I'm interested to see is what James Washington does, you know, with his uh, college with teammate. his co- yeah. college teammate, and uh, that's something to monitor. I do have James Washington shares in the multiple leagues, and uh, I would like to see what happens. Hopefully, uh, it turns up to uh, for the better for the Steelers offense, because not for nothing, Ben Roethlisberger, as great as he is or was, he wasn't playing really good at all. He looked he wasn't horrible. doing that well. You know, he was. It looked like he was hurt. So. This might be uh uh something, you know, good, you know, a good outlook for the Steelers with Mason Rudolph, but we'll see with that. But in this game, uh I'm I gotta go with the Niners at home. They're getting six and a half points. The over under is forty four. I do see a lot of points in play. So I have the over on this game. This game. Um, yeah, I'll take the over. I'll take the Steelers. Take the Steelers? Yeah. So you see an upset, woof. I do. This is that's hard. I,
0: you want to know why? I think that Mason Rudolph is going to do better than people expect him to, even though I'm playing the 49ers defense in one league in our dynasty league. Uh, he didn't and do. He didn't do
1: too bad against Seattle. No, but you know, but you know with, his, for 19, his first, with His first yards. rookie
0: start, he could make some mistakes. James Conner's still healthy. Juju smith she was still there. Mike Tomlin, I believe in a lot still. But the fact is, is that uh, I still. I I just I just think Mason Rowe is going to do pretty well. I just think I see an upset. Okay, I'm not to say I'm I'm saying that in a bit of like a let me, let me take a gamble there kind of pick. You know what I mean? All right. So it's not like impossible.
1: Well, I they could cover there's six and a half points, so they could cover that. I got them you know, winning it, but you got them winning it. So yeah. well, you know, good. All right, move oh, on. Oh,
0: good. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the Rams and the Browns game going on here. Uh, this is a I had to drop the Browns defense to go against this with the Rams offense. I'm not, I don't like playing any defense when you're going against you know, uh, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup, and even Todd Gurley. Uh, you know, and it appears that though that Todd Gurley's volume is down, not for nothing, you know, because of like the. Injuries and all this other of stuff that slowed him down, but with the 30 carries of five targets so far, he's actually just shy of his career average of carries per game, and he's actually right on track in terms of targets. He's also, not for nothing, gaining yards uh, very efficiently. He's getting 5.3 yards per attempt, so he's, like, moving up there. He's not doing too bad, you know? He did all right last week, so uh, I, I just see him keep doing better. Um Derek Henry got a t- got a scoring touchdown against the Browns, so I just see like another good game here with Gurley. Uh, but basically you could still play with the confidence every time. Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods. It's always hard to decide who's going to have the best game of the three every week, but any of those three could be played at any given Sunday anytime. Um, on the Brown side of the ball, Beckham is targeting twenty six percent of his routes. You're playing him regardless. Landry is second to targets. Uh he's a decent flex type player. That's as far as it goes for Landry. Um it's, Baker Mayfield's not doing well. I would try to stay away from him from this matchup. He's really not doing yeah. that good. Uh, I know a lot of people paid a pretty decent high draft capital to get him as far as the quarterbacks go. Like you did that doggy in Dynasty. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, you know. I'm
1: okay. I can make that up.
0: Uh so. Baker Mayfield, I don't like him in this game. I would stay away from him if you possibly could. Uh, Nick Chubb, uh, the Rams, believe it or not, have given up the eighth most rushing yards to the tailbacks since the start of last season. So, you know, to get Chubb a little more involved, I think, here, uh, I think it's a good play. I like Nick Chubb for this week, even against a very strong Rams defense. Uh, So, yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty decent game, not for nothing. I mean, I know the hype train for the Browns has slowed down a bit, but
1: it should be a pretty good game. Give me the Rams in this game. You Want the Rams in this game? Yeah, I want the Rams. I give you the Rams. I nah, give me the Rams. Nah, I'm I definitely gonna go with the Rams here. You know they're, you know I like their offense. You know I like their coach. Uh, you, they're going against a rookie coach, Cleveland Browns. I know it's a home game for the Browns, but I'm I'm going with the Rams here, and I think it's gonna be a lot of points here. Forty nine and a half. Vegas has this a lot of points. Uh, I'm I definitely got the over on this. So I think, I'll think the over. Rams and the over. I will take the over as well.
0: Boom. Monday night
1: game. No, Sunday night. Wait, was that the Sunday night game? The Sunday night game was the Rams. With oh, okay. My bad. I mean, my Rams. bad. Sunday night game was that. All right, so uh, talk to me, doggy. Monday so night Monday night, night football. You got the Bears versus the Washington. R words. <laughs> the Redskins. Oh, God. Uh,
0: oh, God. So 2019 to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so in this game, you know, you got Chicago going against Case Keenum. And Case Keenum has been red hot as a quarterback. And... I think I will fade from him. You know, Aaron Rodgers just had fourteen point nine five fantasy points against the Bears. I know Flacco had a decent game, but still, I wouldn't trust Case Keenum here. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely go with another running back. I mean, a uh, quarterback here. And um, as far as running backs for the the Redskins, I'm, I won't play any of them. Nope. And the the only offensive player that I'll play, there's two of them. It will be Terry McLaurin. The rookie. He has been He's been great so far, yeah. And uh, the tight end, Vernon Davis. You, you know, want to play Chris Thompson? Chris Thompson, uh, as a flex, he, he's probably a, a decent flex. But, you know, the Bears are nine against running backs, you know. So uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure. So maybe that's where Chris Thompson is going to excel. But, uh, yeah, it's to me, it's just the two... Players that I'll look in playing here in dailies or, you know, if I have them, is uh, Terry McLaurin as a decent flex and Vernon Davis. You know, the Bears are 28 against tight ends. So uh, he's a playable option here, and uh, I could see him being more of the safety valve for uh, Case Keenum here. Uh, but that's about it. You know, the, I I don't trust uh, the Redskins here in, in, in any uh, in, in, besides uh, those two players. And uh, as far as the Bears, Mitch Trubisky has to put something together. He has been struggling, and yeah, he's not this good. is the best matchup that he could get right now to kind of relieve some of that pressure. Redskins defense is not all that bad. They're twenty nine against quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, never but that, well, they went against Carson
1: Wentz and Dak Prescott. Who's I know, killing. I know. So, but you know, Mitch Trubisky, he, you know, he has weapons, and he has to listen. The Redskins doesn't have a great defense. They're okay. They're okay. They're okay. They're okay. Mitch Misky's so, is not that good, I think. He's not good, man. Well, this is where we're gonna find out. You know, if not I found gonna, out last year. You found out last year. <laughs> He's not All that right. good. If if he doesn't put anything together in this game, you gotta drop him. He's a player that you drop. You shouldn't even be playing him. well, it's, it's, some people might play him. A Bears uh <laughs> a Bears fan will play him. <laughs> oh god. Uh, as far as running backs, you know, do you you know, I will play, you know, Tariq Cohen. Here I'll play David Montgomery here, and David Montgomery has to have a good, really she good game. He outsnapped
0: Mike Davis, but he, it, it,
1: it, it's like Matt Nagy finally saw it, and hopefully he keeps it
0: going. So yeah. hopefully it's, it still keeps going.
1: And then uh, wide receiver Allen Robinson, Robinson should have a bounce back game. He had he, so far he had twenty targets in two games, and you know he's going against Josh Norman. Yeah, but the the Redskins are dead last against wide receivers. Well, I
0: mean, look at the wide receivers they face. They face like a good trio of them. Yeah, you know what That's I mean. True. That's true. I mean, the, the 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 Eagles have a bunch of really good wide receivers. The
1: offense for the Cowboys looks great. So, so if you don't like Allen Robinson because he's going against Josh Norman here, nope. which other wide receiver would you go for here? None, none,
0: none. The only the only uh, Chicago Bears I'll play here is Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery. That's it. Really, I don't like the I don't like Allen Robinson this week. All right, uh, so you don't. Because I don't, I, I don't like that he's being covered by Josh Norman, and I
1: don't like Mitch Trubisky. Interesting, interesting. Uh, but uh, I, I think Allen Robinson you know, I don't see a wide receiver one upside with him here. He's definitely gonna get the volume. So He'll get the volume, yeah. Um, uh, all he needs is a, you know a touchdown and a couple of targets. He and also yeah, needs a decent. quarterback throwing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's all what right. He also all right. And then as far as tight end for the Bears, nope, nope, nope. Uh, move on. Uh. Anything else you want to say in this game? I'm not really uh, looking forward to this Monday Night Football yeah, no, game. No, there's gonna not, be another bad. I game. am because of the fact that I, I feel like I almost
0: messed up a little bit. I'm gonna finish this off with the who's hurt reports, with the injury reports, real quick. Uh, but
1: let's just finish. Who said who wins this game? The Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is that oh, what, ahead, what I'm trying no, to say is that. that I'm
0: upset because I don't know about the status yet of Damian Williams. It's still up in the air, Damian Williams. So I should have put Terry. I should have put. DJ Shark as a wide receiver, so this way for my flex I could have played either Terry McLaurin or uh, Damian Williams, depending if he plays. But All I right. didn't do that because I,
1: I, I, I don't know. Terry McLaurin is doing great, so we'll see how he keeps it going. Hey, listen, if Damian Williams doesn't play, Darwin Thompson is out there. Snatch him up. he will probably be a good flex player
0: I, I think, game. I think with Darwin Thompson, he might show enough to be show that he has to be subtly involved if Damian Williams does not play.
1: So And, I mean, and
0: also, LaShawn McCoy was dealing with some injuries. He could get hurt during the game as well.
1: So I, I reckon, age. I recommend uh, snatching uh, Darwin Thompson if he's out there in your waiver wire. Uh, I got the Bears winning this game. Yeah, I got the Bears here. I know they're playing in Washington, but you know what? Nah. Mitch Trubisky, road game? No. Hey. It's going to be an upset. I see the Redskins winning this game. I hear you. I'm not mad at that. Give me four points. Give me those four points and... The the over under is 41 and a half. So I'm gonna take the under. Um I'm gonna take the over here. Go ahead. I'll take the over.
0: Uh finishing it off real quick before we sign off here with some of, the, some of the Who's Hurts report. Well, the Who's Hurt report, the injury report basically. Uh the Colts final practice of the week underway. Marlon Mack appears to be working for the first time this week. It's a good sign for Marlon Mack. Uh Doug Peterson said Deshaun Jackson will be out for Sunday's matchup. There's still a chance for Shaw Jeffrey, and Dallas Cordell, Uh And then also, you know, we know Chris Conley got hurt in yesterday's game, so that just brings up the DJ Shark thing even more. The Broncos wide receiver Kirtland Sutton did not practice today after being in full participation in the practice yesterday, according to the team's reports. Uh, James, as I said, James Conner was at full participation. He's uh, going to play in San Francisco without a doubt. And this is the biggest news of the week, of course. Dallas, the, the sorry Dallas. Wow, the Dolphins make Josh Roeder, Josh Rosen their starter. Wow, snatch him up now! Don't let him go
1: away, guys. Take him, take him right now! Wow, we're joking. We're price absolutely joking. The is so low because you know he's going to end up being the best quarterback breakthrough in this season oh my god you have to go get him someone's taking it out of context and we're (laughs) gonna be the worst podcast advisory
0: fantasy sports thing ever all right party people so that's the show here for today uh we once again we hope you very we hope we helped you out with the matchups and the starts and the sits you can ask us anytime at bfb podcast on instagram on twitter on the fantasy life app better fantasy bureau hit us up anytime whatever your questions whatever you have your trade related questions Life questions, I don't care. Ask it. All right, right, party people. Success nonetheless. Peace. Love you guys.